Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? We're doing good around here. We're back to our school routine, back to our sports activities. My boys are uh, playing football again this year. And so I thought this would be a great time to talk about kids and sports nutrition and how we can help fuel them for activity and performance. You know, this is the first year that my boys have expressed any interest in nutrition-y things, and it's not because of me, sadly, um, but because of sports. You know, they hear their coaches and their friends talking about things like protein shakes and supplements like creatine, and never mind that I've been telling them protein would make them strong and fast since they were in T-ball, and that, you know, we have a supplement cabinet that would rival a GNC store, but, you know, it, it's all good. I'm just glad they're showing interest and and have more buy-in now, and I I plan to take advantage of every second of it. So I know a lot of you have kids or grandkids in sports, and I hope today gives you some information and inspiration that you find helpful. I asked around in my NTP community if anyone had experience, you know, in this area, and someone said, ask Holly. And so I did. I reached out to Holly Morello, a fellow NTP, And I love the story of how she became the person to ask in her family, in her community, and in our NTP community. Holly is also a restorative wellness and um, GAPS practitioner, and she's trained under Nourishing Hope for Kids Pediatric Training Program. She works with kids with ADHD and autism. She's raised three boys, and so she has a lot of experience and insight both personally and professionally. And I'm so pleased to have her with us today. Welcome, Holly, to the Christian Health Club podcast. Hi, Chelsea. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's such a bittersweet time for me because I'm an empty nester now, and um, I, I'm really enjoying that time. But um, I also kind of miss the hustle and bustle of of all the sports at this time of year. And um, But I resonate with what, with what you said about your um, son's coaches um, are the ones that are influencing their um, nutritional interest. And, um, and I, I totally resonate with that. Um, the coaches had a lot of, you know, had a lot of weight. So um, I'm, I'm really grateful when we have a really, really good coach <laughs> because I know how much influence they have um, over our, over our kids. And, um, but um, I love that they're interested in nutrition. So that's awesome. I'm so happy to be here. Um, we've def- I've definitely had my um, ups and downs with parenting and when it came to nutrition and um, f- kind of forcing it on and versus, you know, getting getting everybody on board. And, you know, we can talk about that as as we move forward. But um, but I'm, I'm glad to be here. Oh, yeah, girl, we can talk about that because it's it's been a hot topic around here. But for me, (laughs) forced it, letting go, all that stuff. But you're you're right. You know, the coaches have a lot of influence, as do their friends. And I'm just not sure they're they're getting 
um, always getting the best information. I mean, you know, coaches are not nutritionists and, um, and I, I think they, they do their best to pass on good information and, you know, the, the friends are kind of, you know, doing the same, but anyway, that's kind of why I wanted to have this discussion just to, um, give parents a little more direction in this area. Um, and so they're just maybe not taking blindly taking information or just trying to figure out what to do. Well, why don't we start by, um, tell, you telling us how you became that person to ask about this topic. Give us some background on how you got here. Sure. It's, I'll try to keep it short. It's a long story. Um, I have to tell a little bit of a backstory. It first started with me and my health journey. Um, I, my youngest son had a lot of challenges and I kind of like threw myself into being, you know, trying to figure things out. And while I was doing that, I didn't take care of myself. And, um, when I finally did get um, him to a good place, it was time to take care of me. And that's kind of when I stumbled upon um, whole food style type nutrition and gut health and um, and also weight training and, and all those things combined um, and also protein, how important protein is and also how important healthy fats are. And so um, I integrated that into my own nutritional protocol, while I didn't at first really get them too involved with it, I cooked all the foods um, like in a more healthful way and um, and it started like slowly integrating things to for them. Um, because I had learned my lesson some years ago, I had kind of forced some things on them and they they took it for a little while and then they all kind of said, this is too stressful for us. And so we stopped, even though we did see some some good things. Um, so this time around, I kind of did it differently. But um, I really transformed. Um, I had kind of gone to a really deep, dark place. I had blamed myself for a lot of issues that were happening, um, which it turned out, you know, not really my fault. But um, but ever, you know, that's how moms are. <laughs> and um, but anyway, I. I got to a place where I was, um, I had gotten, my body composition had gotten a lot better, but more than that, my mood, my, my, um, my mental capacity, um, my motivation, and, um, I looked very strong and fit, and, um, I, I was just, um, really excited about nutrition, and so I, my husband, and my family were kind of watching me go through this. Um, and it's, you know, like I said, I, I kind of was just like, listen to a lot. I was learning out loud. I would play a lot of educational type, um, but like audio books and, and podcasts. And, and I was just learning out loud, but not really pushing anything on them, but just feed, you know, feeding them what I was learning and doing my best with like packing their lunches and, and things like that. Um, so, and just making my little small swaps. But, um, at one point my husband, my youngest or my middle son was, um, he really wanted to win regionals. It was his last year of wrestling. Um, so two of my three boys, um, are wrestler, were wrestlers and he, this middle child really wanted to win regionals. Um, but he, like, 
the parents of wrestlers will resonate with this. Wrestlers don't always do the healthiest things to um, to get to where they want to be. So <laughs> this time we didn't want to deal with um, the scary things that kids do. And um, so my husband asked me, hey, can you come up with a program for Jacob? Because obviously you know what you're doing. You've, you've, you've shown us over the last year um, that you know what you're doing. And um, I think you can help him. And so um, we approached Jacob and said, hey, you know, this this is um, what we propose. We want you to be on board. Um, and he he agreed. He he said, I'm I'm I, I want I want to win. I want it. I want, you know, obviously what mom was doing was was working. So um, so I definitely um, will, you know, will do this. And so we really we really um focused as a family on on increasing protein because my my son was he was like a fruititarian and a bageltarian <laughs> as much as I would you know I you know looking back I definitely didn't give them enough protein I thought I thought oh protein is you know in a lot of plant foods which it is but it's not the same sort of protein you don't get the same amount amount of amino acids um, and so I wasn't giving them enough protein, um, but I, you know, at, at over that year I had learned, um, you know, pr- how important it was, um, for, for every, you know, so many different parts of their development and, um, for healthy bones and, and for their, the enzymes in their bodies and their, um, you know, their muscles and their, um, their immunity and just, it just so many things are, it's just so important. And so my son was mostly a fruititarian and a vegetarian. <laughs> and, um, so this time around we decided, okay. And he was always hungry when he was wrestling. So he was very moody. And so, um, this time around we focused on really quality protein, quality fats, and really we're, we're very strategic with, um, with carbohydrate loading and so, um, you know, there's, I, I will say that there's, uh, it's a bio-individual on, on how you do that, but um, we can get into that later. But bottom line is, is I, within like, a, you know, incorporating this and listening to feedback from my son, like every single day after wrestling practice, I would tweak and tweak and tweak and tweak. And we got to this point where, um he felt really good. There was a little bit of a time where he didn't, and then he felt good. Um, and he, he became a, he was started winning all of his matches, most of his matches. He ended up and he, and he ended up winning regional. So he, he ended up, um, feeling amazing. And people were asking me over and over again, like it matches, and parents, other parents that are on the team, but uh, parents of other teams would say, what are you feeding this kid? <laughs> and so um, that happened. At the same time, my youngest son, who was having so many challenges, um, it, it, it turns out, now, now that I know what I know, it turns out those challenges were really based on his gut health. And so he was listening in to all these things that I was doing, and and he was looking at what we were doing for Jacob and he, he was also wrestling. So he asked, you know, can I do this diet too? And so we were like, absolutely. You know, you, we're not forcing this on you. This is your choice. Um, 
and we decided as a family, you know, we're all in. And so we really, we got rid of junk food in our house. It's not that we didn't have, um, you know, some, some treats and stuff, but we got rid of junk food. We focused on whole foods. We focused on um, a lot of protein and um, healthy fats and really just didn't have a lot of a lot of starchy carbs and things like that. And within a couple, uh, within a month with this, with this kid, um, his teachers were, were asking me, you know, why he was on this special plan. Like he was one of their best students and he also was doing amazing with his wrestling. Um, we just noticed so much difference in our, in our household. The it was so much more peaceful and, and everybody was getting along and just being more compliant. That's, kind of a, I don't, I don't know other word to say, but compl- compliant, you know, <laughs> but, um, they just, it, their skin was cleared up. They were focused. They were strong. Um, my youngest son had a lot of sensory issues and, and, um, things where he would like fall down a lot and he had some ticks and all those things went away. And it was, my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, this something's, you know, there's something to this. And, and then a lot of people in my community started asking, what are you doing? What do you, you know, we, you guys look amazing. Um, and so, um, and so I started trying to help these people and realized I need to make this more formal. So that's when I did a bunch of research and I found out the Nutritional Therapy Association was very aligned with what I was doing um, already, what I had discovered in my own research and what I, you know, what was working for our family. So it was a perfect fit. And, um, so that's, that's, sorry, it's such a long, long explanation. Um, but that's pretty much how, how I got into it. Oh, I love it. Do you know what I love most about this is what I, it's what I call organic evangelism. And I always tell this to, uh, especially to moms who are really wanting to, you know, get their families on board with eating more healthfully. And, um, it's, it's very frustrating because, um, we, a lot of us do come at it from this, like kind of forcing, you know, um, but the way that you did it this time around was just, it was your transformation and your family witness. They were witness to that, you know, to your, not only physical transformation, but just, um, I'm sure your, um, just your energy and your moods and just the way that we, we interact with our family is, you know, a lot of that is so, um, comes down to how we feel and the way that we feel comes down to so much to how we're eating. And so, um, I love that. And then I love how this also just organically led you into, um, into this new career and, and not only working with kids, I know you work with women with, um, hormones and, and things like that as well. Um, that's a great story. I love that so much. Um, what, so let's do kind of dig into some of the, um, more of the specifics. I mean, when you were helping your your son, were you like writing him a meal plan? Were you generally just cooking well? What did you focus? You said you focused on proteins. Were you using protein shakes? Did you give us some of the strategies that, um, or or kind of thoughts, thought processes about how you were going about it? Sure. So we, we did, well, one of the things that he was struggling with, um, that I had to fight in tooth and nail to get my doctor to test was, um, that he, he was anemic. He was low iron, very low, very, very low iron. And, um, and then we finally got that confirmed. And I had previously, you know, 
this was um, before, this is a little bit, you know, some months before I was, we were doing all kinds of um, supplements for iron and nothing was really working. And so one of the strategies we did was cook um, red meat on cast iron. So I was making them hamburgers in the morning and um, I would throw in, I would either throw in a, um, some sweet potatoes the night before in a slow cooker, or I would just chop them up and um, throw them in, in the, in the um, oven first thing in the morning when I woke up so they would be roasted. Um, and so they would have um, hamburgers and sweet potatoes for breakfast. <laughs> that was like it, the standard breakfast. Um, sometimes I would do um, some you know pork sausages, um, some of those like Applegate type things or Neiman Ranch, um, Teton waters, those types of, um, kind of easy go-tos. Um, even some, you know, at the time, uh, Dell's, uh, that we got at Costco, um, we would do those. And so that was before that it was, um, it, it was bagels. So, <laughs> Um, this was a big, you know, bagels and fruit, nothing wrong with fruit, but, um, it, it was just like a big sugar bomb and not very much protein. So that was a big shift with their breakfast with lunch. Um, I packed their lunches. They, they never really ever, ever, ever liked school food. So we always did lunches. Um, and they, sometimes they packed their lunch and sometimes I would pack their lunch. Um, but, uh, we, we switched it to, we, Almost all their lunches were thermos lunches, so um, we would do soups, a lot of different soups or stews that were um, with meat, bone broth, and uh, a lot of a lot of pureed type vegetables in the soup. And so um, it would be that, or we would do like rice and and like shrimp or rice and um, chicken or rice and beef. That was another big thing that we would put into thermoses. Um, and then usually like a piece of fruit and, and, um, and I, my, my, all of us are really into chocolate. So I got some really good quality, like chocolate squares. And that would be like their dessert is like this little square of dark chocolate. And, um, that was their lunch. And then dinner was pretty much, um, some kind of protein, like, you know, beef, some kind of beef, some kind of chicken or some kind of pork um, with, um, rice or sometimes we do gluten-free pasta. Um, and we would do, or we would do like sweet potato. We did a lot of sweet potatoes <laughs> or sometimes just regular potatoes. Um, and, and my, my kids always really liked salad. So we would do, we're in the Pacific Northwest. So I have to, I have to say, cause like salads in different parts of the, of the country are different than here. Cause we have amazing produce. So I've seen, I've had salads in other parts of the country. They're like, wah, wah. <laughs> and I was excited. So when, I think that it's like all relative, like how exciting a salad could be. Um, but, um, but that's, that's, I, I didn't really know how to do veg, vegetables for many years, except for salads. Um, now I know how to do like all these bristed vegetables and my kids now all do that as adults. Um, but, um, but anyway, <laughs> it was baby steps for me. Um, so that, that, that was actually what we did. And then, um, you know, we had, I switched out like our, our snack foods and things like for better quality and cooked in better quality oils. 
um, for example, you know, chips. Like we didn't really, to be honest, I never really had that many snack foods in our house. Um, but you know, sometimes when when their friends would come over or whatever, I would I would get them um, better quality um, swaps, and um, and then we um, my my boys actually really loved to cook and bake, and so they would bake um, they would bake uh, treats and things like that, uh, like paleo type treats and and um, those kinds of things on the weekends. So we kind of like were really somewhat. Um, like, I don't know, I don't want to say strict, because I hate to say, I, I hate to say the word strict about food, but, um, but we were, you know, we, we stayed on the course and still enjoyed our chocolate during the week, and then we kind of indulged a little bit more on the weekends. Um, for wrestling, it was really important to really be um, pretty, um, pretty much on task. Um, but I, I guess one other thing that we did a lot, too, was um, tacos. Um, so I don't know if that's like too much detail. <laughs> no, that's, I love, that is great. I mean, that is, um, that's kind of tried to how we eat now. And so really it was just a shift into eating healthier overall. Right. Right. And, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just nourishing them. And I think, mm-hmm. I think even whether your kids play sports or don't play sports, I mean, I think that's a great, a great goal is to go for more nourishing foods and you saw so much change, but then I, I love this because it's just, um, it's y'all were very motivated because, you know, your son had a goal and I love that, you know, he was motivated and he had a goal and y'all did it as a family. And I think that's really cool. Um, I think that's really cool. And I love all the ideas. I think the more ideas, the better. And I also really love that your kids had hamburgers and sweet potatoes for breakfast. That's <laughs> that is fantastic. I'm always, I know. Saying, I'm always saying like breakfast doesn't have to look like breakfast. It can look like dinner. It can look like lunch. I mean, you know, it's right. Like, it's the Kellogg's companies that invented this, you know, cereal and the whole, you know, like bagels and all this kind of stuff. It's all the, the processed food industry, but no wonder your, your son was, you know, low in iron if he was a, a fruititarian and a bageltarian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And we, we used to eat a lot of pasta. I mean, that was like the quick, easy thing to do for so long. And so, you know, that's kind of what my go-to was for my family for a long, you know, many years was just pasta. And, um, and then um, really not enough healthy fat. And so, um, so like, you know, fat that's from, comes from nature, um, fat that isn't highly processed. And I know that I didn't, I didn't provide them enough of that. Um, looking back at, you know, I, you know, I was doing the best I could with the information I had, um, back before all that, but, um, yeah. And then eggs, I didn't mention eggs. Um, we definitely did, um, a number of eggs too. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask because we yeah. do a lot of eggs over here. <laughs> but also like just what you said right now, how, you know, you were doing the best you can and, and just with the information you had, and we had a lot of bad information in the eighties and nineties, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even maybe in early two thousands and a lot of people have not great information now, but, um, but your boys were, were they all in high school or two of them were in high school at this time? And so I just want parents to hear that, that you really started this when they were in high school and, you know, and they changed the way they ate. Y'all changed the way you ate and, and they're all, 
you know, they're grown now, they're men. And, you know, you said they, they like to cook and they, they have these, these healthy habits went with them, even though it's it's something that you started when they were already in high school and you saw their health change and you, you saw them, um, gain this understanding of how to eat healthy. And so I just want to share that for people that are maybe like, Oh, it's too late. You know, my kids are so, you know, used to what they're eating and, um, and a lot of us, I think a lot of people do go to something like pasta cause it's, it's easy and that's what you think about. But, you know, I think that some of these things that you're talking about cooking, it takes like five minutes to cook eggs. If that, you know, or <laughs> yes. I think a lot of people think it takes so long to make all this stuff, but you can make a lot of meals in the time it takes to boil pasta, you know, um, do things in the skillet and such. And so I just, I think it's just hearing ideas like this, just kind of shifting your, your, um, your mind around it a little bit. And I think that's why this kind of, this kind of stuff helps. Um, so, okay. So did y'all do any kind of, um, like protein shakes or supplements specific to, to this kind of stuff? Yeah, we, we did. Um, but before we, before I talk about that, I, I wanted to kind of just follow up a little bit with, um, the, the transition to the, what we did as far as like, um, the dinners, um, I will say that it, it was hard at first. It was, I I don't want to like say, oh, it's so easy. It it was hard because I was used to also ordering pizza all the time too. I didn't say that part. (laughs) And so, um, so yeah, it's, and you know, one of our, one of the things I, I personally, I, I think be, um, beef is one of the most nutrient dense foods, um, out there. And so I would lean on beef quite a lot. Um, but there's times when, um, we would just like pick up a rotisserie chicken and we, sometimes we would stop at a, a restaurant or not a restaurant, a grocery store, get the rotisserie chicken, go in there, like, seating area and cut it up and share that with um with some sides and things but we would take rotisserie chickens um we'd pick them up instead of like stopping at mcdonald's or something like that um and then bringing them home and um and then like putting them into um tacos or you know shredding up and using it for for all kinds of different things later like soups and and um and other and sandwiches and things like that um or wraps um, so I want, I, I just want, I don't want people to think that it's like so easy. There is a transition and it's really hard when you're used to like super fast, but you are right, Chelsea, that they're, you know, cooking eggs is super fast and frittatas, things like that are super fast. And it's just, a, it is a shift in mindset. Um, and, and now to the, the shakes, uh, we did do shakes and I, and they were, um, very helpful. Um, it is something that we did. Um, I packed um, a ready-made shake in my son, my wrestling son's um, uh, lunchbox um, because for after, um, before he, um, before he, you know, he did it kind of strategically before practice, and um, so we he did that sometimes, um, and then um, and then I would. When I would pick him up, um, I would have a, a shake ready. It was a, um, it was usually whey protein and uh, a, a, a really good quality whey protein powder, um, and um, sometimes I would have some like Greek yogurt, Greek yogurt, and some berries, and and um, 
and then like coconut milk or something like that um, to make it rich and creamy. And I would show up with that. And, um, and he, he loved those and he felt like they were really helpful. And so um, I don't know that that's like totally necessary for everyone. I mean, now, you know, now I've learned, well, hey, you can just like put a really good quality whey protein in a shaker bottle and shake it up. You know, it just doesn't let your mom doesn't have to bring it to you after practice. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, wow, that you were an awesome mom. My my boys would love that if I did that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of a little bit spoiled, but, um, that that is something I did, but um, but I didn't always, you know, my my youngest son wasn't, you know, into it as much, so I didn't do that for him as much. So it just it just kind of depends. Um, but it, it is an option, and it's a fun, it's a it's a delicious thing that they can have um, as like a snack too. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I love um, a good quality whey protein shake, and um, and I think. Um, I think there's definitely a benefit in, in using those. Do you have any, uh, brands that you prefer or like specifically? Well, so the brand that I've been using the most, um, is a nutraceutical brand that you can get from, from, um, practitioners like you and I, um, biotics research. And, um, that's the one I use mostly, but, um, but I also have a couple others in my pantry that I use and recommend to clients. Just I want people to be able to pick things up themselves and not have to go through somebody. Um, so Keon is another brand that I think is really good. And um, and then recently um, I discovered on our NTP um, Facebook group, there's a company called Marigold, and I ordered theirs. And um, they also have some really, really decent, like the the best protein bars I've ever seen um, as far as like quality and actually, you know, a real protein bar. Um, (laughs) um, I got that recently and that's actually my new favorite. (laughs) And they're in Texas. (laughs) Oh, how did I not know about that? Yeah. Marigold. I'm going to check that out. I've been um, giving my boys um, health code. It's H. L-T-H code, and you have to order them. You can't just pick them up anywhere. But mm-hmm. that's Dr. Ben Bickman's um, shake. He's a metabolic, just for everybody um, here to know. He's a metabolic scientist. I know Holly knows this. And um, and so his, his protein shakes have um, protein, equal amounts of protein and fat in them. And so um, I don't know. I just, they, and they taste good. My boys like them. And so they make those and then they put a little scoop of creatine in them. Did y'all ever use any creatine or anything like that? We didn't use that back then. Um, it's been much more of a thing um, for other people besides bodybuilders in recent years. And so I do it now um, for both my cognitive health and for, um, so it's very, it's neuroprotective and, um, and you know, if my boys were, if I was still giving it to my boys, I would. Um, and I do recommend it because like, my boys still come to me for advice for um, nutrition. And so, um, so I, I've recommended it to them too. Oh, that's so you take it. I do. Yes. Okay. That's good for everybody to hear. Um, yeah. Creatine is, is a very, very well studied um, supplement. And so I, I did, you know, look into it and then I, I've used it. I've dabbled with using it, um, 
I don't know if it's the brand I got or not, but it, it I kind of, it tastes, didn't taste very good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't, just, I mean, if you, you can hide it in a shake or whatever, but do they all taste kind of funky? But I, I don't know. It's not. That's a, that's a good question. I don't know because I throw mine into it. Um, I make a, a whey protein smoothie that's chocolate flavored. And so I go with cocoa powder and all that. So I don't really taste it. <laughs> well, I don't really taste it if I put it in a shake, but I just, I kind of lick the powder and, and like just put it on oh. the and it's like, ooh, that didn't taste good. And then I feel like since I did that, I can tell when it's in my when oh. it's protein shake because I, I kind of ruined it for myself. But anyway, I, um, that's funny. Well, um, so yeah, the the protein's good for uh, the creatine's good for um, for kids and for adults alike, and it doesn't you don't have to be a bodybuilder. Um, it's just it's good for like you said, neuroprotective um, and you know muscle growth and all those things. So mm-hmm. that's good. And and everybody, I'll put links to this stuff in the show notes. Um, all this all these things we're talking about, so you can find them. And so the protein bars you were you were mentioning the um, the marigold protein bars and the protein shakes, but did you Back then, when your kids were um, going through this, did you did y'all use protein bars, or did you have anything you liked, or do you have any others you found that are good? I always tell people, I mean, a true protein bar is like a meat bar. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I tell that people. I tell that to people too that the best one, the best protein bar is jerky. You know, just or you know a meat bar. Um, I totally agree with you. They're really most of them are just you know. I, I really look for. Um, good quality amino acids and 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 that's going to be in meat and it's going to be in whey and a lot of times those those bars um, are really just glorified um, uh, candy bars so but um, but we did find um, so there there's a company called the Zeke Zeke bars um, they're they're geared towards children and those are really good um whole food based type, um, you know, really decent quality ingredients in there. Um, they're, I think they're available. They're not available widely there. You have to order them online or, um, I think they're available in like some whole foods and maybe some other, you know, other smaller grocery stores and things, but Zeke bars, um, are really good. I, they used to be called hero bars and I was actually when they first started, I was one of their, um, I was a nutrition consultant for them and, um, and I was, they are just like really into the good, you know, quality ingredients and, um, and I think they're great for, for adults too, but they're, they're, um, they're marketed toward kids. Oh, that's neat. I'll have to look into those. I mean, most of the, you know, um, quote unquote protein bars, yeah, they're like a glorified candy bar. A lot of them use plant proteins in there, which, um, again, are not, um, quite the same as the animal sourced, um, proteins or like whey, um, that kind of thing. Do you, but do you have for people, cause I know I'll get this question. Do you have a go-to plant based protein shake for those people that do not tolerate whey or what do you think is the best plant protein, um, to look for? Yeah, that's a really good question because it's a hard, it's a hard one. (laughs) It's so hard. Um, you know, I know the best as far as like amino acid profile would be a combination of, um, of rice and, um, um, oh shoot. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 
rice and pea. And um, the thing is, is a lot of those shakes to hide the flavor, just put a lot of other stuff in there. Um, so it, it's hard, but um, I, I do have some clients that like Sun Warrior brand, um, and it and it has uh, added amino acids to it. I mean, admittedly, it has a lot of other ingredients, but it looks pretty clean um, in general, and um, so um, you know they're happy with it. Um, but yeah, I've I've been struggling to find um, a really good one to to recommend to people. Um, so. Share, yeah. share, share. Do you have one? <laughs> no, I was actually going to say, you know, Sun Warrior was one, and I, I did look at their amino acid profile, and it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I think it has to be a certain one, like their sport version or something. I can't remember exactly, but there's, it's a specific one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's hard, and, and a lot of people, um, I, I don't know, I think a lot of people think plant protein, you know, again, are healthier, but if you can tolerate whey, um, that would be that would be a better uh, route to go for for getting your protein and your amino acids and such. Um, okay, good. What? Let's turn to um, drinks, hydration, and that kind of thing. Tell mm-hmm. us did, if you had any, um, you know, what what they were hydrating with and all that good stuff. Oh, sure. Um, I, I just want to say with the whey protein, um, whey protein isolate is is easier to digest. Um, and so that, and, and is more palatable, palatable for some people. Um, so that might be a good place to start. Um, if somebody is, um, sensitive to dairy, they may actually be able to tolerate that. So, um, so anyway, back to, um, the hydration. Yeah. So, um, so we used to do, um, we used to do, we, we weren't really big Gatorade fans, but, um, but we did kind of like the natural store version <laughs> of that. And then, um, this was before, and then, um, and then sometimes my son would even do the, a big thing for the wrestlers was Pedialyte. Um, but after I learned what I learned, we switched over to coconut water, um, with a little bit of, um, fruit juice in it. And, um, and then if, um, and usually it's good to have like some, some electrolytes or salt or something like that. Um, in addition to, to those two things, but, um, they loved that. And my, they thought that my, especially my middle son was, he said it made him feel so good, like felt so much better, um, than the other types of hydration. So, um, so I think, so that was like a really good, and, and I will want to, I want to say that coconut waters come in all different types of flavor profile. So if you try one that you don't like, keep trying because it really, it really just depends on the brand. And, um, and it it might be more palatable if you find the kind that is mixed with a little bit of juice, which is really not a problem with, you know, an an athlete, you know, a young athlete. Um, I don't have a problem with that. So, um, it worked really well, um, for my kids and, um, and that's what I recommend to even my adult clients, um, for hydration. I also really, um, after my kids were gone, I discovered, uh, layered superfood. Um, they, they have a hydrate. It's a powdered form of coconut, coconut water crystals. And I really love those. I think those taste really good. And, um, and I add those to water and I actually add those to my smoothies. 
Um, and um, so that's another really good option. Oh, that's I haven't tried that one. Yeah, I, I guess I need to keep looking or keep trying different brands of coconut water because um, I it, that's been a, that's been a tough sell around here. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I guess I need to keep trying and maybe and find one. But um, my kids take we use the electrolytes. We use Ultima electrolytes, or I also mm-hmm. like the Element um, electrolytes. It, that's kind of salty for my kids; they don't love that. But mm-hmm. the Ultima is okay. It's per, it's decent, and so. Um, I, we give them that here and, um, you know, I know they drink the Gatorades at school and such, but, um, but we, we try to avoid those, you know, as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I think it's important for parents to realize that, you know, that it, it we need those electrolytes and that just downing a bunch of water, like a gallon of water. And, you know, that's, that's not good for athletes or for anybody really, because we flush out all of you know, or minerals, electrolytes, and, um, and that's problematic. So, um, I, I encourage everybody to put a little salt in their water or, um, use, you know, have the coconut water or maybe some electrolytes, um, to, to better hydrate and, and the water gets into the cells, um, better when you have enough minerals and such. So really important. We also use, um, a little tincture of minerals, um, the, we use Cellcore CT minerals, but there's like trace mineral, trace element minerals and stuff like that, that people could use, um, also to just help ensure that the body's, um, utilizing the water as best that it could. Um, let's talk about sleep a little bit. Um, you know, I, I don't know if, if y'all prioritize that in your house at that time, but I know my, my kids are just think they need to stay up late they're like oh we need we can stay up late and you know we've always i've always been a very big stickler like since they were infants i'm like my first priority is to get these people to sleep through the night because i need to sleep and so they've always been really good sleepers we've always gone to bed early um go to bed early wake up early kind of people but they're you know they're teenagers and so they're they're wanting to stay up later and 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 sleep a little later and i you know i don't necessarily mind that although I, I was thinking about this the other day. They always say, you know, let, let your teenagers sleep as long as they want all day. And I'm thinking their, <laughs> their circadian biology is just as important as the, it is for adults. But anyway, that's a separate topic. But <laughs> what I told my son was, you know, I, I said, listen, all your your muscles repair during the middle of the night. That's when you release most of your um, growth hormone. And I'm like, if you wait too long to go to sleep, you are missing out on all of that, of getting bigger and stronger, because that all happens when you're sleeping. And so he he paused. I, I won't say he agreed with me, but he listened. And so <laughs> I just want to share that with with um, parents in case they're having trouble getting their kids to to get enough sleep. And if you have an athlete, I mean, sleep is critical for that that repair and and um, and growth and all that. So I didn't know if you had any thoughts about sleep uh, or any could weigh in without any. Yeah, I I don't remember having very many, you know, it's just like as there's things that you forget as from parenting, but um I I don't you know, I think I did exactly what you did, Chelsea, and and I was also listening to a lot of um, you know, performance type um educational audiobooks or or podcasts and they would talk about the importance of sleep and and we, my husband and I have always prioritized sleep and we always did that, you know, as you said, you did. 
Um, so it was kind of already part of our lifestyle. And, um, and yeah, it, it's, it's hard when they're, um, especially if they're, you know, really, they've got a lot of homework and they're, they've got practice and, you know, there, there's only so much you can do. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think exactly what you said is, you know, pointing out like the, why it's so, so beneficial. Um, I think that's really important for, for kids, um, teenagers and, um, my, mine were actually in middle school and high school. And then one was already in college when we kind of went through all this. And so, um, he went off to college before we kind of like did the whole thing with the family, but he watched me that year before, um, <laughs> and then came home and was like, where's the gluten? <laughs> um, but, um, but anyway, he's, I'm going off topic. Um, but yeah, sleep is definitely so important. And what you said is right on. No, I think, I think if anybody made that change, the kids would be like, where's the gluten? <laughs> where, where, where's the regular food, mom? I think that's the, that's the issue that we all um, that, you know, when we're making these changes, I mean, like you were saying earlier, that transition is, is not easy. And so I'm glad that you shared that because it, it's not like this magical, somebody comes in and, you know, does a magical wand over your house. And it's like, everybody is so happy to eat these foods. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a change. And, um, but I, you know, I, I think that this time for, for kids that really are into sports and performance. And I mean, it's, it's kind of a good time to capture their attention with this, which is, you know, for me, that is what made me want to do this because, you know, I want to see, seize the day with my, with my boys. And I know they're, they're not eating great away from me. Um, and maybe we can circle back as we kind of wind down here to this whole control issue because um, <laughs> my listeners know I've been struggling with this and it's been hard for me to to let go um, of, of just kind of micromanaging their food. And, um, you know, I've always packed their lunches. And in part of that is just because I, I want to maintain that control over what they're eating, <laughs> you know, as long <laughs> as I can. And, um, and they don't seem to mind it. So, but it's been very hard and frustrating. And, you know, I've had some, we've had some instances over here where I felt like, I don't know if they were specifically rebelling against me and what we do or just trying to, you know, exercise their own independence and their choices. And so when they're away from me, they just, it's like they make the most horrible choices ever, you know? And so, and that's hard. Um, it is hard. And so I've had to just learn to, to back off a little bit and, um, it, you know, I just, I think a lot of us go through that and it, it can just be frustrating. Agreed. Yes, we definitely went through that. I had tried um, to force kind of, a, and I kind of alluded to this earlier, I tried to force something earlier on um, when my youngest was having some issues. And and I, I didn't really know exactly, I mean, I, I just, it was just, um, what I learned is really, you just need buy-in. And, um, and then you need to, I mean, I, I don't want to say you should, this is, I mean, I just, I discovered for us, we needed buy-in. I needed to model the behavior. I needed to be enthusiastic about all this change and, 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 and be careful not being like, oh, I can't have this or I can't have that more about like, oh, you know, be excited about learning about these new types of foods that are really health promoting and, 
and anti-inflammatory and um, and how they're, you know, really great for performance. And that was what we were really focusing on is being a better athlete and being a better student. And, and, um, and it wasn't just like, oh, we're going to eat these healthy foods. Um, so it, you know, it was maybe kind of the way that you frame it. And then as far as the forcing issue, um, you know, we definitely, I alluded to this earlier before too, is like I, you know, when people came over, we would swap out some, you know, some, some of the junkier foods with, with better quality ingredients. And, um, and then, um, and I would fix regular types of foods when their friends would come over and they loved it. And, um, and, and, um, but I personally realized, and I kind of made this decision and it had to be like this emotional disconnect that I made of what they did outside the home. And that was even when we went outside the home as a family into a restaurant and slowly, but surely my children, my, my boys, they stopped, like they used to always order, we would not have sodas in the house, but we would let them order them at restaurants. And I, that was something I did not like impose. I didn't say, well, don't order a, a soda, but slowly they stopped ordering sodas and actually neither of them drink sodas not none none of the three of them drink sodas um and so um i never said anything about anything they did outside the home and um and i think and i really kind of had to like have this emotional disconnect i think that was part of it too like just don't put any energy towards that at all put all my energy into like being really super supportive of what we did at home and, um, and, and not give them a hard time or even say anything about their choices as far as food goes. Um, as long as they're not, you know, doing something super unhealthy, like, you know, I'm not talking about like eating disorder type stuff. I'm just talking about regular, regular diets. And, um, speaking of eating disorder stuff, I also realized early on from my youngest son who, um, really had no filter is I had to be careful of the way that I framed things because, um, because I would hear him repeat stuff and realize, oh, okay, I need to, I need, I need to change the way that I talk about this because I don't want anybody to be afraid of food. Um, and I want this to be, um, a positive experience and not, um, something of, of like a fear-based kind of thing. And, and I think that really, he, he was a good teacher to me <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, I, I feel like all my children have very good relationships with food. And, and, um, so I think that's important too, but, um, but I think, you know, I feel your pain, Chelsea. Um, I know I, I remember and just like hang on there. It's just not worth like the, the, the fight of, you know, when your kids are teenagers or so many other things, like what they do outside the house as far as food goes. Um, yeah. And, and it's, and it's tricky if they have, um, I didn't have the situation where they were upset about not having certain foods in the house. Um, or if we did, I think one of the things we did do is we had family meetings like every week. Um, and we would talk about like what somebody was upset about, like, oh, you know, you're, you're missing these, you know, this type of food. Let's see if we can find an alternative, you know, that kind of thing. So like everybody would have a voice and we would try to make it work. And, um, so those are just a couple of examples. No, that's really helpful. And I really need to hear the 
the letting go and not being so attached to what they're doing outside the home and, and really like you said, like focusing on, um, just what we're doing at home, you know, and, and, and focusing on planting the seeds. And, and I love, I love talking to you about this now that, you know, your boys are, are, are grown and they retained so many of these, these wonderful habits that in, um, approaches that, you know, they learned with you as a family and, and how to eat and, and cook and it, it lasted. And so that's just what I'm hanging my hat on is that <laughs> I'm planting the seed and, um, and that, that will, that will be within them just like we, you know, like we try to do with our, um, with our faith and, and plant those seeds and just hope, help, hope and pray that they grow, um, as they grow older. So I thank you for that. And, and thank you for everything. Before I let you go, I have to ask you our anchor questions. And the first one is what is your go-to anchor meal? <laughs> So it's it's pretty simple, <laughs> and it's like you know I always choose the simplest things. Now now I'm probably a little less elaborate with my food now that my kids are gone, which is kind of funny, um, um, because I just keep myself busy with all the all these other projects. But um, but I love a bunless bur- you know I love hamburgers. Um, of course I love a steak, but um, I don't have those as often. <laughs> but I love I love to dress up a, a bunless burger with all kinds of fixins. Um, in different, you know, different ways and different flavors. And, um, so that's, that's kind of like an, an anchor for me. And I also, I know it's one of the most nutrient dense foods. So I feel, feel like I'm, I'm doing my body good for, for, um, you know, I, I love the, the visual of, of, um, dressing it all up and, um, and then the nourishing part of, of the food. We just so nourishing. Love that too. Yeah, I love that. Um, we do a lot of hamburger patties just piled with all kinds of yummy toppings. And I do a lot of just ground beef, like taco bowls, you know, mm-hmm. ground beef and cilantro and cheese and avocado and mm, so salsa jalapenos. So good. Um, I love that one. And I, and I think it's great that it's simple. If it, you said something super complicated, people would be like, forget it. <laughs> it can be as simple as a hamburger patty with some avocado and pico de gallo or whatever you like to put on it or you know um, I do throw go through phases um I do a lot I one of the phases I've gone I've gone through is like frittatas like making just I didn't realize how easy that was it's just taking like leftovers leftover meat and leftover vegetables and mixing it together with eggs and, <laughs> and either cooking it on my skillet or um throwing it in the oven or just like warming those things up and putting like three eggs on top or something <laughs> Oh yeah, that's good too. I mean, the eggs and the and the ground beef. Go, mm-hmm. That's a lot of staple of my diet. I that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thanks again for being here. I sure appreciate it. Um, what a great discussion! And I want to thank everybody for listening. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.